Oh damn, middle school came back to me real hard. It was, it was, oh my god, that was good. That was good. Hey y'all. Hi. Hi everyone. Hello everyone. That's the, oh, that's the proper one. There we go. Um, it's such a fucking, such a fucking jam. Okay. Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to the rendition pod, uh, where we like to talk about movies being made into books, books being made into movies, any and all kinds of literature. We don't limit ourselves here, including, uh, if, uh, for those of you cultured out there that recognize the opening theme song, we're doing Fulikuri. Fulikuri, It's Fulikuri. So uh, this is a fucking weird, manic, surreal coming-of-age story about a boy named Naoto, uh, an alien woman that, you, uh, you know, enters his life maniacally, uh, hits him over the head, and uh, demands things of him that he does not understand, uh, seemingly, from, an ex- uh, from outer space, uh, all while managing the feelings of his uh, overseas baseball-playing brother's girlfriend. Bum, bum, bum. Um, it, it, you know, you know, it's hard to really pin this story down. It's only six episodes long. It's made by Gynex. Um, this is a studio that did uh, Neon Genesis. No, 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 no. Again, this is... I mean, Gynex has done a lot. They actually have... And got- I feel like they, they tend to do a lot of really kind of... It might not seem like it from the outside, but to me, a lot of sexually progressive stories. Actually, yeah. Um, they also did uh, oh, I Gurren Lagann. Oh, I interesting about them. Yeah. Yeah, they did Gurren Lagann. Mm-hmm. They did, what I don't. I think it's called Dead Leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They've it, done uh, Kill a Kill. Uh, wait. Uh, no, that was Trigger. Uh, did, did, oh, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Sorry. But uh, Trigger was the one that did Gurren Lagann, and that was, like, one of their first few, like, fully produced shows. So, get it. Um and uh, what I always thought was really funny is all the fucking Easter eggs inside the show about Gynex. Like, the dad right. is, is a Neon Genesis scholar. Um, like, <laughs> he wrote a whole dissertation on the Eva. Um, and uh, every now and again, after he's uh, done hitting on Haruko, their uh, alien housekeeper, he will uh, mumble to himself about um, angels and robots and mechas and the relationship between mechas and humans. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good time. I love it. It's a it's a fucking manic pixie dream girl, uh, just guitar smash early two thousands uh, surreal fest, and I love it. Very a lot. very surreal. Yes. Yeah, it's been. I think people are still picking it apart to this day, and I don't know that we're going to get to the core of it, but we will certainly talk about it. Yeah, we'll certainly talk about it. Honestly, it has a really satisfying ending. It's just okay. So I haven't read the I haven't read the manga. Uh, I started reading the first couple chapters. It didn't get super far into it, um, but yeah, you've read it, right? Like you had it. You yeah, honestly, ha- I've read it. I read it back in the day uh, mm-hmm. when I first saw Fully Fully in the in the high school years. Yeah. Which was the perfect time to consume it if you are uh, a a young person. Uh this is a I think a great <laughs> a great piece of media. Absolutely uh, for a young person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um like yeah, I just recently was rereading it and this is one case where I will absolutely recommend the show over the book. Oh yeah. Not yeah. because because the because the book is based on the show. Yeah. So it, it's really it's really condensing a story that is already like 
pure insanity, um, (laughs) pure pure chaos. Um, So if you were just reading the book and didn't see the show, it would be very hard to follow, I think. Yeah. The the art also is kind of bananas to me. Like, it's really hard, dark I I like the art a lot, but it it is... very um it's not maybe as clean as some other manga no no um but like okay so you get like the the kind of like bigger head you've get uh you got the limbs that like almost triangle out which is really interesting to me and then the like hard dark sketched lines um but but the backgrounds are gorgeous like and the and the movement and the like uh the panels for the actual action scenes are really solid uh it's just like when he's standing still and doing, um, uh, and doing, you know, monologuing, uh, that it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, yeah. When the monologuing is happening, uh, not much is happening with the art, Mm-mm. but I would say like, uh, for me, the primary reason I think like the show is stronger is the soundtrack adds so much to the story. Oh Jesus Christ. That soundtrack. You know, like so you can't, hard. you can't get that in the, in the visual mm. Nah. Medium. Nah. Or in the, excuse me, in the book. Ugh, uh, okay, so the the band that did it, they're uh, they're called the Pillows. Uh, they're a like classic kind of. Um, I don't. I'm kind of music illiterate, so I have a hard time describing uh, music. But uh, they remind me of Cake, if that helps anybody. Uh, like really instrument heavy, um, like bassline heavy, um, just amazing fuck like this was one of, one of my favorite bands uh, yeah okay then yeah um i uh bought this album at a sam goody with two other monks sam goody still existed yes yes God, I think we're, we're, we're telling on our ages a little bit now <laughs> they'll never know um <laughs> they can't carbon date me um <laughs> but uh yeah it was one of my first few albums um that and i will actually tell myself uh american idiot and three doors down um so you know you know i was that kid sitting in the back of the bus with the and with the leaking eyeliner and the oversized hoodie it's fine um but yeah i was like this motherfucking album is so good but i can't it is I can't speak Japanese, uh, unlike a lot of the, like, really talented uh, young people on the TikToks that uh, learn all the words in Japanese like you should um, and will lip sync. Yeah. Uh, so I just went, nah, 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 and yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. Uh, but it, that album fucking slaps. Um, yeah, and I, and I think that's, I mean, like, reading the manga is satisfying if you've seen the anime, but again, I don't know that it would be... A satisfying story if you hadn't seen the anime no but yeah i mean the soundtrack adds just so so much to the story yeah it really does but the anime itself is like i rewatched it recently because i hadn't seen it in years and i was like okay all right this this has like a lot of early 2000s tropes but like the, some of the characters are actually really interesting so like Nauta has like this weird uh, emotional balance between him and his uh, older brother who like went to the States to play baseball, his, the girlfriend he left behind. And I'm like, I didn't look it up, but I'm assuming she's like 16, 17. Mm, she's, uh, they, they say uh, in the anime that she is, so that is one, that is one thing I, the older I get, I get more uncomfortable with is oh, yeah. the age gap with the characters. Cause yep. Nyota is, 12 yep miami or miami whatever her name is um uh, she's seven she's 17 and then uh haruka is 19 yep which i find a little uncomfortable but yeah yeah i will i will 
let it go for the sake of media, if I'm honest. Right, right. Okay, so... Like, these aren't real people in real life, so... And Mommy Me... So, Mommy Me will, like... So she is kind of this troubled person that gets bullied a lot and has yeah. has some like emotional problems and may be an arsonist. Uh, and like, is, well, she's definitely an arsonist. Oh, she's definitely. <laughs> there's an episode called Firestarter. Spoiler alert. Um, and she smokes cigarettes that have like uh like things written on the side, like a real like a real manic pixie dream girl. Um, but. I mean, it's also pretty heavily implied that she has a pretty troubled home life. And- yeah, yeah. She just, like, she's got a lot going on, and her boyfriend slash best friend uh, moved to the States and just never contacted her. And then she kind of, like, uses Nauta as, like, a surrogate. And But they're friends. I don't know. And then he kind of, because she's putting these feelings onto him, kind of, uh, he gets jealous sometimes because... He wants to help and take care of her, and she has insisted on being in his life. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. But he also develops this insane crush on uh, uh, Haruka. And here, he, it's almost like this poor kid is just trying to live his damn life. And he's just like, and then he's like having these really unwilling, like, insane uh lady characters all these damn women just showing up in his life and fucking hitting him over the head um so (laughs) i don't know like he never insists on anything but i love um i really kind of love it's not a love triangle so much as like yeah nyota is 12 years old he is Mm -hmm. coming into these emotions for the first time in his life and the first time I saw it, I definitely just read it as like a sexual awakening story. But now, as an as an older audience member, I don't think that's entirely what it is. No. Um, I mean, I think definitely like sexual awakening is part of that age and part of that time in your life. Mm-hmm. But it's also it is also exactly what you were saying. It's like the first time in his life that he's felt love and like responsibility and like the kind of love that makes you want to care for someone and look out for them mm-hmm. and you write by them. But he's, he's young, and it's the first time he's experiencing these feelings, so he doesn't necessarily um, deal with it in a mature, healthy way. Because um, <laughs> no. he's, he's yeah. you know, just discovering these aspects of himself, and he's confused by it, and sometimes he feels like, yeah, they're putting this responsibility on him when he's not ready for it, and it, it's it's a really kind of fascinating look into that period of, of life. Right. Right. And, and like, um, kind of complimented by the flat pastels and the like kind of, it's weird because the background and the art and the Hello? town. Yeah. Oh, can you hear me? Oh my God. Did we lose you? Are you okay? Yeah. Sorry. Just cut it off for a second. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So like, it's kind of, um, uh yeah so like you get this uh this insane like juxtaposition of feelings and confusion and whatever uh with like the flat pastels of the colors uh that like somehow brightens up this very like uh bleak small town vibe that they have going on yeah <laughs> like, yeah um like and that's I, not even yeah that's not even like touching on like kind of the the i don't there's, there's it's like you know heavily implied there's like this insidious medical corporation in town that mm-hmm. may or may not be you know the alien like yeah yeah which is 
cool as hell like oh my god it's so good. medical mechanica um yeah <laughs> like yeah because you have to have a coming of age story with some kind of like uh universal global uh sci-fi threat you know thrown on top otherwise it's just coming of age story get out of here get out of here yeah i know i kind of do too go watch your lie in april if you want to cry um but go anyway. watch go watch Psyche K if you want to laugh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. And then, oh, my God. And then you get to the end. And then you get to the end. And, like, I don't know. You ever, like, get into those relationships where, like, you're kind of, like, put in a situation with a person that almost demands a kind of intimacy that you normally wouldn't have because you barely know this person. And then, like, you find out that they have a whole other life uh, away from you and then you're like wow I feel kind of unanchored right now uh, like what uh, what's going on and yeah I mean not so much now because uh, I'm older but well, definitely yeah. at that age yeah definitely at that age that was a lot of it and uh, so he finds out that she's just been erupting things from his body so that she can get her boyfriend back yep mm-hmm uh, yeah no but um, but then but then you get like a really cool ending for my Mimi like you get a really cool ending for Mamimi. She's just like, she finally figures out something she wants to do. She gets away from Nauta. She gets away from town. And she's like, I take pictures. I do cool shit. I don't know. But I don't know, man. Like, it does make me want to learn how to play the bass. Uh, just, <laughs> I'm not. I think here. everyone... Everyone either wanted to buy a bass or a Vespa after watching this show. Uh, I do want a Vespa. I do want a yellow Vespa that I can kick around and somehow make work. Um, that's not how that works, by the way. I don't know what it was about early 2000s and female characters just kind of like rage kicking things into making them work. And that being a model for how I live my fucking life. But that's not, that's, let me tell you, kids, that's not how you fix things or maintain things. So, um, yeah. Uh, no, I'm the only one that had that problem? Okay, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming <laughs> to my TED Talk. Um, but No, like, everyone everyone I knew in high school was a, uh, was a, a pyromaniac, except for me. So. <laughs> Which is funny, because didn't you smoke at that age, too? <laughs> like, no, I didn't smoke until I was a legal adult, like oh, a good girl. Oh, look at you. I was a very good girl. I never snuck out or nothing. Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, man. It, mm. Like, I, the fact that she writes things on the side of her cigarettes, just, <laughs> I they're just too much. They're just too much. I can't. Um, <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's it's such a good, weird show. They made, like, more later that I have not gone back to watch because uh, reboots are usually bad news bears. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, kids. I don't know. Plus, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen the latest stuff either, so I, I, I also cannot comment on it. But No. Um, it is interesting because I saw I – was, I was reading – some uh, analysis mm -hmm. last night and apparently a lot of people lean into this imperialism analysis of it which I mean fair enough you can analyze things however you see appropriate I'm not here to yuck on your yum but mm -hmm. I don't see that aspect at all no well wait from what angle like uh from medical mechanica or from haruko I don't. I didn't get it exactly. I'm if I'm going to be honest. Okay. All right. I well, have to. I'd have to dig deeper. All right. Well, we'll leave that to y'all. Um, uh, we just like to talk about shit we like here, guys. Uh, so. Um, oh yeah. Speaking of which, but that's the thing. It's it's the kind of show that like by its very nature, it it, it like 
it encourages you as an audience member to participate with it mm-hmm. in its in its analysis and in its in its like form mm-hmm. almost and it's like I almost feel like the animators and the writers themselves like I don't know that they had these grand aspirations or these grand ideas I don't I really don't know but to me it feels like they just made it and put it out there and like really it's like a real hard death of the author like they kind of leave it up to the audience to interpret what they will they've never come straight out and said like this is what the story is about you yeah know? the um the original director for the og series like the only thing he's said about it really is like he wanted to break the mold with the animation and like the style of it um which he really did and i think yeah certainly yeah he will accomplish that goal oh, you know yeah. good job right? man like <laughs> I, uh like i feel like it had a really big impact on what trigger does because it reminds me like it it reminds me a lot of their like very uh fluid intense like interest uh, like opposite angles kind of stuff that they do uh with bright colors um so i dug that a lot and well that's why i thought kill a kill was by the same studio is like the art style is so similar and also in a lot of ways the the story is very similar like yes it's hypersexual but that's not like the end all be all of the story you know yeah there's way more to it and you're just like and i think it's like really funny because i think so often people associate like especially when we were in high school people would be like oh you watch anime isn't that all porn and i was like no Uh it's and some of it's porn, but, like, not all of it's porn. <laughs> Don't call me uh, out like this, all right? Like, they, you know, like, like <laughs> some of it, yeah. Some of it, like, yes. But also Inuyasha. Um, but, yeah, right? Oh um, but, like, regardless, uh, I would say, like, the funny thing with, like, something like Fully Coolie or Gurren Logan um, or Kill a Kill is, yeah, it has a lot of fan service. But it doesn't feel like, it feels almost satirical, or it feels almost like the absurd conclusion of mm. fan service. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's be, doing fan service for the sake of, like, isn't it hilarious that we're showing bras and panties? Yes. It almost yeah. feels, I don't know, it feels like more than that. It feels like a statement, or it feels... Okay, so an example... It feels more intentional than just like, ha-ha, boy got boner, you know? Right, right. So an example I think fits what you, uh, that, like a visual. Um, so there's this scene where uh, Mamimi, uh, she wears like... Uh, uh, there was a style at the time with Japanese schoolgirls to wear their skirts really short. And uh, she like rolled them up. And much, like, much like Catholic schoolgirls. Yeah, you know. exactly. When so, you tell girls they have to wear a certain thing, they're gonna, you know, <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna augment. Yeah. So uh, she's standing in a field uh, next to like a river. Like uh, the grass is like a little bit longer, and it's like a dark brown. Um, there's a like an overpass with a bridge, and uh, this like giant robot man uh, rises up with crows flying all around him and uh, she's looking up at him in adoration. And then the wind blows as he's like lifting up. And uh, her skirt flies up a little bit, but it's a long shot. <clears throat> it's a long shot. And it's such a gorgeous, like, frame. Just a gorgeous frame. Like, beautiful colors, amazing lighting, motion in every aspect of it. But panties. Uh, so, like, I don't know. That's the show for me. Like, that's that's the fucking show. But um, also, Haruko uh, coming out of left field on a Vespa. Um uh chainsaw chainsaw ripping her uh blue base as she like swings and then announces the 12 year old child that she ran over and hit in the head as dead dead he's dead <laughs> oh he's dead oh, i killed him oh the poor sweet child <laughs> like her, her 
He's no, not dead. The dub is pretty good. I kind of really like their their dubbed voices, but the yeah. You know, I feel like there's been a few dubs in uh, English history that have actually or like American uh, remake history that have actually done pretty well. Like uh, what was it? I'm gonna say Cowboy Bebop. I'm gonna say. Oh well, yeah, Cowboy Bebop is obviously number one. Obviously, obviously. Uh, Fully Cooley, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, and I might say Try Gun. Like I might say, Trigun. Trigun is man. That's one we. Oh, that's one we could cover. Yeah, uh, actually, we should probably. But um, yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna start doing anime, y'all. Um, yeah, now we're just yeah. Now I'm just gonna be like reading manga for the next eight months. Yeah, um, that me. Um, but yeah, and me. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, she's got a good English voice. Mm-hmm. Got a good Japanese voice. She's oh. got a, a big bass guitar. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the story is about uh, Nyota, but like everyone remembers Haruka. Like, she is the character. Right. She is. Oh yeah, those are cosplay goals right there. But you cannot do it without the bass. Um, and one of these days, I'm gonna figure out how you can take a bass and put a chainsaw in the back, or like a like a motor, like a rev motor. You know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen for me, um, and you know what? Uh, I want that for you. Thank you, thank you. Um, also, you know, I have dark hair and dark eyes and terrible eyesight, so that'll be very expensive. Um, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, so y'all, if you've never watched anime, if you've never, you know, given it a try in this new day and age, cowards, uh, you should. I'm not sure that Fully Cooley would be the one to start with. Oh no, you should. It's only six episodes. It's fucking insane. But it's, but it's, it's such a, it's such a, mm-hmm. an anime. It's so, it's, it wouldn't, it's not indicative of what the rest of the genre is like, if that's. <sighs> That's fair. That's fair. I but mean, that- it is like, but it is like, it is absolutely a classic at this point. I would say, like, mm-hmm. if you are an anime watcher and you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, if you haven't seen Fully Cooley, like, what are you doing? Yeah, go back to the uh, early two thousands. They're like, they're they're like, they're like basically like classic literature at this point. Really, really, the early two thousands. Uh, like somebody biased a little bit. Um, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're maybe a little biased. It, it, I know it's like I haven't even seen like My Hero Academia, and I'm like, <sighs> what are you doing with your life? Go watch Fully Cooley. Yeah, like this. Uh, I'm not gonna get into an old grandma rant anyway. So. Um, I was going to say, yes, uh, check out the Adult Swim lineup. Check out the Toonami lineup. Go just go watch all of those. All of them, uh, except for DBZ. So I'm, I'm not going to do that to you. But, um, but, <laughs> but, I, well, I also feel like Fully Cooley has a lot of like punk American uh, aesthetic that is. Oh, definitely. That I think would translate pretty well because it actually did better in the US in 2003, uh, like two years later, uh, two years after it was released in Japan. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did a little bit better here, uh, which uh, makes a lot of sense with the guitars and the, you know. Um, but so I don't know, y'all. That's what I'm saying. Just uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We don't have Jude today, by the way. I forgot to announce. <laughs> if anyone didn't know by now, <laughs> <laughs> forgot to announce that earlier. Um, Jude, uh, Jude. Uh, took the day off. Yeah, Jude took the day off to go uh, do some uh, do some hero shit. So um, 
I actually don't know what they're doing. Um, but uh, they're, part of the, they're part of the Avengers Initiative, so uh, we're not really allowed to discuss. They will They will be so mad at you for saying they're anything, <laughs> any a part of that Marvel Disney okay, nonsense. Uh, <laughs> you told on them. That was my first joke, and now I'm stuck on it. Oh, Lord. Okay, well... All right, now we have to come up with a superhero persona for them. Anyway, okay, all right, we're going to be on our nerd shit for a little while. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we love you. Uh, thanks for listening. Go watch Fooly Cooly. Go listen to The Pillows, uh, even outside of the go, soundtrack. Go have a coming-of-age experience. Go have a coming-of-age you know, experience. A, I don't care how old you are. It's a boring town when nothing ever happens, but that doesn't mean you can't come of age. Exactly, exactly. Um, and, yeah, anyway, um, we'll see you around, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye.